What's up, everybody? This is Aida, founder and CEO of Unlimited, a lifestyle clothing brand designed to inspire you to move and celebrate your body and all that makes you, you. I am joined by co-host Simone McKenna, a fitness and nutrition guru, and Aaron Tennant, life coach and owner of Grow Well Coaching. And you're listening to The Unscripted Podcast by Unlimited. We have Krista Franks on the show today. Krista, welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. Thank you for having me. Based on yeah. the conversation that we've already been having, I can only imagine what we're about to dive into, and I'm very excited oh my for gosh. it. We are equally excited, if not more. We've learned so much about you. We have been stalking your page just to make sure that we're prepared to have this amazing conversation. So don't mind us. Amazing. I love it. That's what we do these days. That's life. Right. Uh-huh. But um, Krista, how we always like to kick up the show is to give our guests the, the space to share a little bit about themselves. Um, and so this is our way to not miss anything that might be very important to you. So how about we learn a little bit about yourself? Ah, thank you. Okay. Um, so to start, and I, I share this briefly with you already, you know, we, my husband and I, we own a lifestyle design company, Owl and Key. I think one of the most important things to know about me as we're getting into a conversation that your listeners can understand that I'm the owl in that. And so we, we like to say that I can see through the dark. I'm very philosophical. I like to dive deep really fast. It sounds like I'm amongst people that you all are very similar. So that's amazing. Um, so I'm the owl in that, and I've always just loved, loved, loved self-care, personal development. You know, I very rarely read the fiction books. I do want to get more into fiction, but I'm always picking up the nonfiction, always trying to dig deeper, further, explore more concepts. This, this year, in fact, one of my life intentions, uh, well, my intentional goals for the year is to, to gain more awareness to and abilities in my psychic abilities. So I've been, yeah, I've been exploring psychic work and just really tapping into these, you know, those like weird things that happen all the time that you're like, yeah. oh, this could be something, but you don't want to go there. And this year I finally allowed myself to start exploring that. So like, that's where I'm at. I'm just like, okay, give me the next thing. Give me the next idea. Give me the next concept that I can explore and learn more about myself. Um, I'm of course on the, in life, I'm a business owner. I'm a mom of two boys, um, who are, you know, keep us wildly busy. My husband and I, we balance, um, the business and our life together. So we do all the childcare, all the business, everything, the house design and move in. Like we just talked about, um, just kind of the two of us. And that was very intentional for us. And that's the core of what we do in life. Love that. Like, I guess I'll just jump right in. Like, so you did share a little bit about the name so you're the owl mm-hmm. but is that what led to the name or is there another story behind the name of your your brand it's so i'm business. glad you asked it actually ties really mm-hmm. nicely into the psychic thing i was honestly running and this was years ago and this was when i was in business by myself and phil wasn't yet part of the business and i was running and you know those moments where it's almost like you have that little inner voice tap you on the sh- shoulder and it makes you stop like it makes you stop in your tracks. And it was almost like I had this hit and it was just like Allen key. That's what I heard. Allen key. And I just stopped wow. while I was running and I just noted it in my brain. And then I came home 
And I told Phil, who has a design background, I said, my, um, my maiden name was my business name. And I said, I'm changing my business name. It's going to be Alan Key. So we did a whole brand design, all of that. And then I just kind of put it in, put it in the parking lot. I just put it on hold because okay. I then decided I really wanted to bring him into the business. And so he came into the business a couple years later. And um, we went on a walk. And the reason why he came into the business was so that we could design our lives with a little bit more intention, be present with our son. Phil had been traveling all over the place while he was at his other position. And he came home one day and said, I want to I wanna go ahead and leave the business. So we designed him out of that role and got him into my business. And we went on a walk one day once our son was born. And we were like, OK, we should probably name this thing. We should probably brand it. At the beginning of the walk, I said... I think it should be Owl and Key. We have the domain. I still really like the name. We could, you know, we could do that. And I'm an inceptor. So I will just kind of plant the seed and I'll just let it, I'll just let it go. I just, I won't push it. So by the end of the walk, he said, you know what? It should be Owl and Key. <laughs> I love it. I love I it. Like you I, I feel like you all and your listeners are probably similar in that way, right? Like the inceptors, ideators. Um, Especially so, with and, our partners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see that laundry over there. It, it, it's sitting there a while, you know. <laughs> here's a little idea. Here's a little, here's a sock flying through the air. Going in the drawer. <laughs> Wax it in the head. Right. Sorry, that was your face. My bad. I was trying to aim for the drawer. <laughs> right. Exactly. It works for all different kinds of things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we did not know. We had no idea in that, in that moment that I was actually the Alan. He was the key. And it just kind of serendipitously, serendipitously happened over time. Once we named it that, we realized that I am in fact the owl and he is in the fact owl. the key because he's so pragmatic. He's so, um, he's a UX designer. So he's just brings things to life. Um, and so it just worked out that way. And then, and then the way our product is designed, it's two phases of awareness and integration. And so that also works really well, the yeah. deep dive and then the actual bring it into practicality, bring it into real life. So that's where the name was for. And it, it was completely random, um, but meant to be, I think. And that's a great that. balance. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I so. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say like, it's, it's awesome that you were at a place where you truly listened to the words that were coming in your mind, like although you weren't necessarily going for that, you weren't necessarily looking for a name per se, you were just on your run and that came to your mind and it stuck. And although like you parking lot the name, but you, you still had the intention to run with it. And I guess that leads me to, to what you said about uh, the psychic, um, uh, like it's, I don't know if we should call it, um experimentation or yeah, like process like yes would you say that most of your life you've always been a is it safe to say that it's more like intuitive or is it more than intuition when you think about psychic thinking or psychic vibes per se yeah I would say that I'm definitely a feeler for one very like I feel everything mm -hmm. um all over my body and um, I would say that early on, I just would have been told as a child that I was just emotional. 
right? Mm -hmm. And then I started to realize that as I got older, um, and this is something that we always talk to our clients about is when you have those in your energy, when you feel like different parts of your body flaring up, you know, that could be, yes, just an emotion or it can be a data point or it could be intuition, right? And so I, I often say that that intuitive hit, whether that's a whisper or a strong guttural feeling, that that is data for us to take in and to process and to do something with. Um, we, in one of our videos that we have, we call it that whisper. And mm -hmm. Oprah says, you know, we all have those little whispers, if you ignore it, you know, at first it's just going to kind of like tap you, right? And then eventually it's going to hit you like a train if you're not paying attention to it, right? And it's going to yep. suck when it eventually hits you. And yeah. so when those like things come up, I just think we have to honor it and we have to listen yeah, to those little whispers. Sure. Okay, all right, all right. I don't know what this necessarily means, but I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it come out. I'm going to let it come up. I'm going to at least write it down on a notebook. I'm going to put it somewhere so that it can be seen. It can be heard. Um, and then I can let it come to life in some way. But I think we all have that psychic intuitive ability. We just aren't often told to like really honor it and bring it out. Mm -hmm. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. No, <laughs> I was just saying, I agree. No, I was, no, you didn't cut me off. I was just agreeing. Like I, I, I agree that I think we're all capable of doing very similar things. It's just how much time and effort are we willing to sit still to figure it out? Oh my mm. gosh. It's so, so I think that's really where we differ as people is that how like to listen to those whispers, like, and, and, and I've been really into this idea of my life of how can I be still every day? Mm. So I can hear what I need to hear. So I can see what I need to see. So I can build that awareness and consciousness of what is happening for me. And then I get to decide to do with that. And I love how you talked about your price process of whatever's coming up for me. I write it down. And I think there's so much value into taking whatever we're experiencing, whether it's in our brains or our bodies and getting it out, whether it's through physical exertion, whether it's through writing whether it's through playing an instrument, however, your form of expression of whatever you're experiencing, like figure that shit out because you will feel so much better in general with whatever you're experiencing. A hundred percent. And yeah. to that point of, we call them daily non-negotiables. And this is something yep. that anyone can take away. And I'm sure you all do with your clients, but those things that keep, that give you the stillness that, you know, movement is a huge one for Phil and I, mm. if we go a yeah. couple of days without movement, oh, good Lord, we are like, Hey man, you got to go outside and get some late weights out and do something because yeah. you're not still, you're not tuned in. You're not, you're, you're so out of whack. So like yeah. movement or, you know, one of my, my big ones is journaling, getting those insights out and onto paper, just soul writing, you know, morning pages, that kind of thing. Um, it's good sleep. Right. Do you, do you just write in the morning, whatever comes to you? Cause I like a lot of people have different practices. I, my non-negotiables, I go on a walk in the morning and I allow myself to decide what do I want for me? Whether it's, I go with my dog, whether it's music, whether it's a podcast, whether it's silence, whether it's just that back and forth thought work and self-coaching in my brain. But when I come down and I get my kids off to camp and I sit down to write, 
I, I like prompt myself with questions, but a lot of people just write whatever thoughts are there. Like they don't have to prompt themselves. They just kind of, it could be a story. It could be just talking about their surroundings. Like, what do you do? What does your process of writing look like? I follow, um, are you familiar with the artist's way? No, I am not. Okay. So, um, Julia, is it Julia Cameron? I'm pretty sure it is, but the artist's way is a, is like a 12 week program. And she has a amazing book, uh, something I went through by myself years ago. And then just recently went through again at the beginning of this year, uh, with a group of really good friends. So you can go through, and I highly recommend going through the artist way with a group, but she has this thing called morning pages. Okay. And in the morning pages are just get your journal out and just write whatever comes through so that you work through, you know, our conscious minds when we have all these things going on, I've got to do the laundry. I've got to get out. I got to get in my shower and I got to get this business. I got to get this client. I got blah, 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 blah. Like our brains just never stop. And so the process of just getting through the gunk to tap Mm -hmm. into the subconscious, which is where our creativity lies, which is where that whisper is, which is where that intuition is. So my practice is really just like, let the, the pen start going and then let the, the rest of it come up out of that. Um, so that. that's like a huge non-negotiable for me. Yeah. Love that. Love that. I feel like from what you said, I do two things that kind of fall within that, which is, uh, I do a brain dump, which is again, taking all the things in my mind and put it on paper. But then I also have that call it conversation slash meditation, which is about the things that are more pricey and that will ultimately um, set the tone for my day. Yeah. Right. So that's part of like prioritizing and then also like talking about what am I feeling? How, how can I maybe <laughs> get past a certain feeling or just again, make, make sure that I am focusing on what's important for that day, for that moment. So um, and that just brings it all together for me. Yeah. But it's, what I'm curious to know, that, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's, that's such an important practice, right? The intentionality, mm-hmm. setting the intention yes. for the day. You know, I always say that if, if we catch ourselves saying, I don't have enough time, it is an immediate indicator that you need to go back and look at your priorities. It's not that you don't have enough time. It's just that you're not clear on your priorities, right? And I get myself caught in this all the time. This is not about perfection, but it is about coming back and saying, okay, I'm going to pause. I'm going to look and say, what is most important for me to do today, right? Yeah. And a lot of, we got to build in those non-negotiables because those are the first things to go when it gets busy. When you're about to go through a move, what's the first thing to go? Your self-care, all the things. Exercise. You know, exercise. Diet. Eating, all right? of it, you're yep. like, oh, we'll, we'll pick up food, right? And we don't, <laughs> we don't even have an oven to cook out of. And then you just yeah. feel like crap. So that cool. idea of like, the intentionality of like building out the mm-hmm. priorities and building in all that self-care and being so proactive about it instead Absolutely. of react- reactive. I think it's yeah. so important. Cause you'll be able and to process like- what's happening for you so much better when you pour into yourself first. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. she's experiencing this move, which is extremely stressful. And for her, for her and anybody to deal with stress is you've got to be, I, I like this. Not everyone likes this version, but the highest version of yourself, meaning to me, it's like non-reactive, strategically thinking, really bringing it to home base of what's going to work for me in with all the external factors and circumstances around me. And you know, so like you, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think this is so important. You told me I could talk about death. One of the, yes. one of the, topics, yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> we yes. have a deathbed activity in our work. 
And it's a process in which we, we want you to look at your life in re, in re, like being reflective. So mm-hmm. who am I as a really old woman looking back on my life? What did I do? What was so important? What mattered to me? Like, what did I truly feel proud of? Right. I'm going to feel, and it's never, it's never these things that we stress about every single day. It's ne- no one ever writes no. down, man, I wish I had more money. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. No. And it's almost always, I was healthy. I took care of myself. I took care of my relationships. Here are the relationships that were important to me. And that death, that activity, I tell you what, I think about that all the time. I Can I say you just validated me? Because every day, one of the things I do is I wake up and I say, what do I want my future self to thank me for today? And that, and I picture myself, like literally this sounds morbid, but like my last dying breath. Yeah. Like, and in that moment of what's the moment that I can offer her today that she would be like, this was an amazing life. This was a great life. And it was never because, oh shit, I forgot something or I didn't do the laundry or I wasn't folding something correctly. Or I, or I may be obsessing about, I didn't handle a situation perfectly and what someone else is thinking about me. No, bitch. I'm thinking about the time I spent with my family and how the work I've done with my clients and all the amazing shit I got to see and all the connections and conversations and all the wonderful accomplishments, not all the minutia of life that we get so stuck in. You're giving me chills. You're that, giving me chills. That, I'm just so glad because I'm like always thinking like, God, bitch, you're fucking morbid. But like, no. that is good fuel because it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. And you don't know when it's going to happen. We are going to die. You don't know when it's going to happen. So stop yeah. telling yourself a story that you have all this time when time is an invention and you don't yep. even know what the fuck it is. Just yep. do what feels best to you in the moment. Yep. We have that question that we say, that if I that. died, if I died tomorrow, would I be proud of the way that I live today? Because that could happen any, any day. Yeah. And when I sit back and I'm and there are times all the time when I'm like, Oh no, Oof, gosh, I am not proud of that. Great. Mm-hmm. Redesign it. Redesign it's a learning. It. It's a yeah. learning experience. Evaluate it and figure it out. Cause next exactly. time it's going to be there for you again, figure right. it out. Why, what yeah. will I reprioritize 100%? Sure. And that's where the priorities come from. Not from the external, not mm-hmm. from all the people that need something from you, not from all of the, all of the, what your boss wants or whatever it is. It's like, where does that, what does that whisper? What is that old woman? What are they telling you to prioritize every single day? And I yeah. think that's the most powerful change that we've, that we in our home have instituted and has just changed everything. And I think that's so valuable to share because that kind of happened for me when I had um, a life experience that brought, made me realize that life is fragile and death is really real. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people see transformations when that happened, but you don't have to experience, you don't have to get that close. Right. You can still, you can still be willing to play with the idea of, Hey, this is not forever. So what do I want today to be? How do I make this the most special day as possible with all the shit Yep. with doing the best with what I've got? So again, I don't think you have to have these life-changing, altering, even traumatic experiences to change. I think you can just reframe your thinking just the slightest, turn that knob just a little bit, and it'll give you such a new perspective. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that's why we, the work that we do, it takes nine weeks to get through because you're literally reprogramming your thinking. Yeah. Reprogramming the way you prioritize and you think, and it's not even like, you know, strategic planning. You think, Oh, I'm setting goals. Oh, they have to be big. Like I'm going to 
travel the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy a boat. Like, no, they're so small to your point. Yeah. They're so, they're literally so small. Like I'm being present with my children. I'm like um, a parent saying, I'm just, I'm spending quality time with each individual child throughout the week. And it doesn't have to be a whole day, but it needs to be at least 15 minutes for me to check in with them. Right. Because yeah. I've got a lot of other priorities, but just doing that helped, helps her know them know that they can feel really good about those relationships that they're building with their kids. Krista, can you tell, tell us a little bit more about your program? I mean, you, you just said nine weeks. First, I'm curious if you could just share a little bit of the framework, because again, it sounds like, you know, how you see life, how you view life and how you tackle, I'm going to say not tackle because it just sounds like, oh, violent. <laughs> I'm like how you handle life, um, you know, is a big driver on, on how your process works, right? So can you just share a little bit about your framework and also um, why nine weeks, and what are the expectations, I guess, for someone that would want to maybe work with you? Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for asking. Um, it's called Strategic Planning for Life. It's a lifestyle design course, and it's a nine-week experience, um, but really it's rooted. It's, you know, we, we believe in intentional lifestyle design. So living a life of intention means that you have this deep sense of self-awareness per the first phase of the work, the owl. Who mm-hmm. are you? What do you truly value? What do you really want in life? Like, let's start there with this deep dive into self. And we don't tell anyone anything. We're guides. We don't, this is not a how-to. I'm not going to come in and be like, this is how you should do it. This is how you should work out. This is how you should, no. All of those answers come from within and then they come out onto the paper. That's why we have a book that you write in the book. You know, you do the workbook. Um, and then that second phase in the, the last part of the work, the last half is all about integration. Now take that work, take all that awareness, and then start actually designing that into your reality, actually to start designing that into your life. And that's where you set intentional goals. That's where you start doing action planning, because I think we all know this and everybody knows this. You can float around in abstract concepts and feel really good in life. But until it's like coming into life, it's not rooted and you're not, you don't actually feel the change. And so we've, the, having, uh, having Phil, the key, who's a user experience designer has helped a lot. It's nine weeks because we broke everything down into really bite-sizable con- like concepts. And so everything builds on top of each other. If I'm, if I'm doing, um, anybody listening, I'm doing an upside down triangle. We start like really big picture. And then mm-hmm. over those nine weeks, we keep iterating on it and iterating on it. So by the end, you have these very small little things that you can go and do and implement. But in that nine weeks, you're also changing all your thinking. And that's, that's the point. Um, so what's been one of the, the funnest parts about the entire process is that we're working with a lot of corporate organizations and businesses are, the, I mean, the new age progressive businesses want to give this personal holistic view, lifestyle design view to their employees. They know that in order for them to feel really good, they, they want to be able to um, have their personal balance outside of life so that they can feel really fueled at work. And so yeah. that's been very fun to do with people who work together. Um, and then of course we do that with individuals. We do the work outside, like a one-on-one with just one individual and then also couples, which is also a game-changing fun experience for a couple. I'm asking John, I'm like, dude, for my 40th, we're doing this shit. I'm sorry. We're going to Mexico <laughs> and we're doing this shit. So throw the stack across the room. Yes. I hit him in the face. 
Mexico, Palenque. <laughs> That's what I want for my birthday. Two years MFR to make it happen. Can we come with you to Mexico? Yes. Yes. Can we do like a retreat? I, retreats yes. are, our psychic told us that retreats are coming up in the next two to five years. So I feel like it's going to happen. We're doing I mean, it. My intuitive brain is telling me I'm going to fucking Mexico for <laughs> someone's retreat. So I've already planted the seed with some people and I'm like, I'm going somewhere. I'm going. Cozumel is where it's at. I heard oh my Tulum God. is great, but. Mm. Okay. Well, wherever and whatever, even if it's we'll not there. ours, we're coming. I'm coming. We're all going. Yes. I'm going. We're just going. We're all going. Yes. Love it. Yes. I will reach out to you separately, but this is happening. Like okay, you're speaking I'm my selling. love language. I love it. I'm sold. Oh, done and done. I'm in. Yes. That sounds amazing. This is yes. awesome. Awesome. Krista. I think, um, there's definitely a lot of good takeaways that you shared today, not only about how you think about things and how the framework of your business has obviously sounds like changed a lot of lives and how you use intuition to really drive a few of your actions, your daily actions. Where can folks find you to work with you or to learn more about your business? Um, our business is at owlandkey.co, um, not .com, just .co. And on Instagram, we are owl and then underscore and spelled out underscore okay. key. Um, and then Krista underscore Franks or dot Franks. I'm never really sure what my Instagram handle is. <laughs> you can pretty much type in Krista Franks and I'll come up somewhere. We also have um, a podcast called Unlocked. Um, and that's all about intentional lifestyle design. And that's been a fun endeavor also. So um, I started listening to that and it's fantastic. Fan fucking fantastic. So I, I'm a big podcast fan and I, I'm absolutely like fangirling, loving it. So it's awesome. really good. I'm going to have to add it to my list. Uh, yes, I usually for sure. to listen to podcasts when I walk and run. So same. I'll be adding it for sure. <laughs> well, I same back to you guys. I so appreciate the work and the words that you're putting out into the world and all the ideas that you're bringing out there, both in your work and also on the podcast for all of us who appreciate this kind of just unscripted, just honest conversation. It's yeah. wonderful and much appreciated from all of us. Same. Oh, thank you for contributing. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Course. Thank you. <laughs> all the love. Right. We're air kisses. <laughs> air kisses. Oh, yeah. So yeah. good. Thanks for being here, Krista. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.